Welcome to the Alternative Free Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Riley. And I'm Kay Wolsey. And today we're going to be talking about the U- United Nations Agenda 2030 Goal for Sustainable Development, which on their website it says Transforming Our World, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. This document is available if you just type in Agenda 2030 PDF or whatever, they have it up on their website. And they have their little rainbow circle here that you see a lot of um, prominent people wearing, like Bill Gates and stuff, just to show their allegiance to this agenda. And on the United Nations website, it says, quote, We are resolved to free the human race from the tyranny of poverty and and want to heal and secure our planet. Which, the ultimate translation to that is we want to control the entire human race. Yeah, so they come across as being so nice and kind and benevolent but if you actually understand and speak their language you understand their true intentions behind what they're saying they have 17 goals for the agenda 2030 so on the surface these goals sound so good when you were just reading them on the website you're like oh yeah like i agree like i want to do that too like i want to help society and the human race like it sounds good on behalf of the human race, what they're saying, but if you actually understand what they mean by it, because they just have so much money and power, and you still don't see uh, society overall improving. If anything, you see it in the decline. Like They could easily probably prevent starvation, worldwide hunger, but they claim that's their goal, but what have they done to achieve that end? Right, so when you ultimately break down the goals... We're only going to be going over three of the goals today, but you can go on and read the document for yourself. There's 17 of them. So the first goal is to end poverty in all its forms everywhere, which the translation really means centralized banks, Federal Reserve controls finances and the universal income. Yeah, so they they want to end poverty, but how exactly are they going to achieve that end? Well, they're going to have a universal income where basically you have to wait for the government to give you a check um, however frequently they want to do it, either monthly, weekly. But but it's not in a, a check. It's like basically on a card. Yeah, it's so like it's an a, allowance on a, a credit card. You know, it's like direct deposit almost because they want to have a cashless society. Yeah, so um, one example of like what they're trying to achieve right now, if you look at the immigrants surging the border right now, um, one of them was stopped and interviewed and he had a card and he said he couldn't buy anything. He said, they asked him, oh, where do you get the money from for your card? He said the United Nations. So he had a credit card. He gets like 3,000 pesos a week or something. And, um, oh, the UN didn't fund or uh, deposit money into my account today, so I can't buy anything. Wow. That's essentially what they're moving towards, but they're testing it out on this surge of uh, illegal immigrants coming to the border. And, you know, it's like basically to end poverty and distribute the wealth between everybody. But it's like, one, that makes nobody want to achieve anything or strive for anything. And two, doing that, it's like if you don't follow their rules, then they could take away your money at any time. Yeah, it's going to be like, um, well, the UN allowance card, which the one illegal immigrant uh, coming to the border was talking about, mixed with the Chinese social credit system where... If you criticize the government or do anything that the government doesn't approve of, you lose social credit points and then, oh, you can't leave your house or you can't get a flight because your social credit score Mm -hmm. isn't high enough. 
So it's going to be those two things tied together. You have a card and a social credit score, which is basically your allowance for being compliant with the government. So the solution to that would be to start using cash more? Yeah, um, definitely do not use your phone for payment. If you have like a debit card or whatever, even transition away from using that if you can. But definitely don't upload your your card information or use Apple Pay or anything like that because that's just, I mean, corporate merging with corporations merging with the government to create this fascist one world government state of tracking your cash. It's like using debit cards. That's just everybody uses a debit card and like it's just so easy or a credit card. It's just so easy. And that that's exactly what they want. Yeah, because they, they could track all of your transactions and with when you withdraw money and whatnot if you use a debit card. Um, they could just track all your purchases and everything you do. And David Icke, um, in one of his videos, he said, if you have a card right now in our society, if that declines or whatever, you could always just be like, oh, I have cash. I can pay with that instead. Right. If they transition to the cashless society, your card declines, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You don't have cash to back it up. Right. And like the guy said, like his allowance, not allowance, but basically that's what it is. But uh, his pesos, like they cut it off or he went over or whatever. And or they, they forgot. They could have potentially right, forgot right. him because there's probably so many. Yeah. But I mean, think of that. There's what, 300 million Americans. They have to manage payments for each individual. I they mean, look at forget. when um everybody was on unemployment, like a lot of people complained about not getting their money and stuff because there were so many people on it. So what? What do you think it's going to be when we go to a cashless society and they're controlling and distributing the money of every person? Yeah, every individual. And when, I mean, centralized global government or just centralized national government, like, it's just abysmal. If you look at the USSR, it's it's not good. It's not functional because you don't have, like, um, encouragement of individualism. And the production is just awful because you're giving control to this small group of people who try to manage 300 million people so definitely try to use cash as much as possible if you can or always just have cash as a backup Mm -hmm. if you do frequently use your card but definitely apple pay is like a no-go because it's just corporate fascism Mm -hmm. so goal number two on the UN's website is end hunger, achieve food security, and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agricultural agriculture. So basically that translates to mass production of food with GMOs. <laughs> yeah, just look at Bill Gates is like, uh, I think he's the largest owner of farmland in the United States and he just uses genetically modified nanoparticle sprayed, fucking pesticide sprayed crops. They want to feed everybody, but what they're going to be feeding you is garbage. Right. Pesticide-ridden GMO. I mean, how are you going to mass produce so much food for everybody and have it be healthy and good for you? (laughs) Widespread GMOs right now. So, I mean, to produce enough food for everyone to end hunger, as they claim, which, I mean, I think that could probably be achieved without GMOs if there was just a way that we could find out how to distribute food and keep it fresh without GMOs. Well, that's the thing. They're not going to be able to feed everybody in the entire world with not in, like uh, including GMOs because like the bugs and all that, the pesticides and everything that keeps the bugs away and even like 
they don't care about yeah, keeping what? food fresh. They don't care. They want to feed everybody. They're just going to feed you junk because they don't really care whether you live or die. It's just. And creating food that's healthy for you is, I'm sure, way more expensive. And they're not looking for. They're, they're looking, looking for cheap, right. uh, quick, whatever. Alternative methods. ways. Yeah. I mean, just look at anything that's government produced. It's like cheap. Right. Cheesy. Not very well. Because they just try to produce as much as they can mm-hmm. for as little cost as possible. Right. And when you're creating it for so many people, I mean, they want to end world hunger. So that's everybody in the entire world. I mean, they're trying to kill off half of more than half of the entire population. But to feed everybody is like. I mean, they're not going to be thinking of uh, the best interests of the people and their health in mind when they're feeding everyone they're just going to think how can we get our poison into everyone's mouth right well and the lowest cost available so the solution to that would be to grow as much food of your own as you can and also buy from local farmers yeah so shop locally locally sourced um fruits veggies anything that's eggs gmo industrial produced um dairy product or just farm products like different meats meats eggs milk anything you can get locally just try to find a a local source for those things instead of eating this genetically modified mass-produced stuff that is already on the market right now right so i could only imagine once they want to mass produce everything and end world hunger and distribute everything equally to everyone what it's going to be like then yeah through this agenda so definitely i mean one you're supporting local which is already sticking it to them because it's a smack in their face to their corporate control Mm -hmm. so individual um local places that you can fund and go to and their stuff is a lot healthier than what you're going to get at the market Right. So we're going to jump to goal number 13, um, and that's take urgent action to combat climate change and its impacts. So basically the translation of that is they're going to give you a carbon credit card. They're going to put a tax on carbon. They're going to have smart meters on everyone's homes to control the amount of energy that you use. And then they're They're going to force you to drive electric cars. Right. They're going to have kill switches on cars. Which legislation was recently passed in the United States. It's not supposed to take effect for like five years to install kill switches in all new cars for, I mean, they make it seem like, oh, it's just for junk drivers or Mm -hmm. someone driving under the influence. But just think what they did with the January 6th protest. A lot of the people who were heading there, even us, were um, on the map. To, yeah, we were yeah, trying we were to find Google the Maps. location, and it was saying that it was unavailable when we would try to type in where the, prote- the, the protest was. Yeah, we were trying to just GPS DC to figure out what highways to take to get there, and then it was like, oh, this is unavailable right now. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even put the exact location. We just put Washington, D.C. as a whole. Like, there's yeah. no specific location. And everyone took to Twitter to report that they were experiencing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So just imagine if they have kill switches in the cars, what they can do. Right. Oh, you're heading to this protest against us? Well... Sorry, there's a kill switch in your car. You can't go. Right. But, oh, no, it's for uh, it's for drunk drivers and for your to safety. Pr- yeah, to protect you. 
But no, it's really so they can control wherever you're going and what you're doing. Which is a great way to sell what they're mm-hmm. they're giving you is doing it under the guise of your safety, but it's actually taking away your liberty. So I think there's a Thomas Jefferson quote, he who would give away liberty for a little bit of safety deserves neither liberty nor safety. So, so uh, elaborate on like the carbon credit cards and the carbon tax and stuff like that. So they're already talking about this. Bill Gates, I think they rolled out... Um, MasterCard had a carbon credit card. I forget. I don't know where they tested it. But they had a carbon credit card, which basically tracks what you're purchasing, which contains carbon or has a carbon uh, output for it. So if you purchase gas or something like that, that's going to have significant points on your carbon credit card. And you have a carbon allowance. And once you reach your carbon limit, you can't buy anything else, which contains carbon for the rest of the month. So it's like even um, meats and stuff because methane emissions from cows, different things like that, I mean, um, exhume carbon. So you basically have to eat vegetarian, vegan, non-nutritional stuff, which is actually not that good for you in the long run because it doesn't have good proteins or minerals that meat usually has. Um but they just want you to eat this garbage. And then on top of that, it's filled with all GMOs and stuff like we were talking about. So it's like... Yeah, and I mean, you're going to be forced to eat it if you have to use a carbon credit card because, oh, I can't bu- uh, buy any more meat, so I guess I'm going to have to eat this synthetic vegetable or whatever. Right. And then also sp- uh, putting smart meters on everyone's houses. It's basically just controlling how much they use. Yeah, your consumption. Which it's like, how are you supposed to be an individual and have be, be free mm-hmm. if um you're constantly being monitored by the government for your output and your usage? You're just always going to be stressed. Like, I hope I don't go over. I hope I don't use that much. And this is what we're saying. Like, all of this sounds so good when you just look at it and you're just reading it. I mean... I can see through the bullshit and stuff of the government and everything. But even when I was reading it on the UN's website, I'm like, they sell this so good. They to do. Make it sounds people, very good. Right. They make it sound so good. Like, I mean, obviously I wasn't falling for it, but like other people don't have such an open mind just yet that like when they're reading that, they're like, wow, they're really on our side. They're really trying to like help humanity and help all these problems in the world. But when you start breaking it down and opening your mind a little bit and seeing through the bullshit, then you see exactly what they mean by everything. The UN has existed since after World War II, and what have they done for the betterment of world peace? Like, right. I don't know. So it's like they just manipulate you into feeling like shit if you don't follow the rules or yeah, don't. Because- it's like, oh, you don't want world peace. You don't want to end world hunger. You're you're evil. You're right. sadistic. But right. it's like, I would like to do those things. But the person who is telling me they're going to do it is not a good person. Right. And it's like the way that they are going about it, they make it sound so good and they're really going to you know, do it. But it's like the same people that are saying they're going to do this and saying all this stuff that they're they're going to do to do it their actions speak louder than their words and like they say all this stuff but none of their actions ever prove them to be you know somebody that you could trust um, practice what they preach like if you look at john Kerry, 
if you look at John Kerry, who's the climate ambassador for uh, the current White House, it's like he takes his private jet to these climate conferences. If you think that private jets are so bad and whatnot, why are you taking them? But then the excuse that they use is like, oh, well, I'm doing it to fight this. Right. So, it's know, the same you thing can't with, do it, but right. I'm doing it. It's the same thing with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's one of the biggest environmentalists, but yeah, he's on yachts and private jets and donating $30 million one year to fund the United Nations uh, climate negotiations. But where is that money really going to? Like, they're just such big manipulators. And one of the biggest manipulators there is is Anthony Fauci. And I have a clip of him. He's talking about vaccines, which you can use this really in any context. This isn't just about the vac- like vaccinations and all that. It's really like what we're talking about right now. You can really put that. Like, it's a universal application of this quote. Right. So I'm going to play that right now. Indeed, you do have personal liberties for yourself and you should be in control of that. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, you have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. So well, like, everything they they do, they're trying to sell it as the greater good. So get rid of your own personal freedoms, but it's for the greater good. Right. So like I said, you could use that even in the what we're talking about right now, the context of what we're talking about, because it's like, do it for the greater good. We're ending poverty. And if you don't want to do that, then you're a, you're a bad person. Oh, you don't want to uh, save the planet? You want individual freedom instead of saving the planet? Which... It's not even saving the planet because if you look at the lithium battery mines that they have for these uh, electric cars and all different devices, it's like they completely destroy the uh, ecology of an area. It's just these huge, disgusting, ugly mines, and I don't think anything's going to regrow there anytime soon. You should look up the pictures of them. Whereas oil pipelines, like, yeah, you have to dig up the uh, environment temporarily, but then they just cover it back up. Trees grow over it. Right. And they're, they're fear-mongering so much with this whole climate issue. Well, gl- first it was global cooling, then it's global warming, now it's climate change because, you know, nothing they say is ever consistent, so they're just saying it's changing climate. But they're the ones who can manipulate and control the weather mm-hmm. with their harp weather systems. Right. So if you wanted to better the climate, can't you do it with your harp weather system, you know? And you see all these different politicians and these uh, celebrities and whatnot the biggest, like, um, I mean, gaslighters, you can call them, but they're sound, the biggest sounders of the alarm on climate change. And, oh, coastal sea levels are rising because the ice caps are melting. Okay, then why are you buying coastal properties? Like Obama, so concerned about rising sea levels, and then he goes and buys a beachfront house. So if sea levels are actually rising, like you say they are, why are you buying a beach, beachfront house? Because you don't believe the stuff that you're you're saying and it's not true obviously right i came across an article i don't know if it's true 100 percent true because i didn't look farther into it but i saw that leonardo dicaprio has his own private island yeah so if you're so <laughs> concerned about uh sea levels rising don't you think they would cover your island maybe right uh, 
No, it's because they don't believe the bullshit that they're spewing, but they want you to believe it. So, so then they can sell you stuff. Yeah, so they can, oh, donate to this. or So you can be enslaved and they can go about their lives as usual, but they sell you it as, oh, well, I'm taking my private jet so I can accept these awards and, you know, bring awareness to the issue. You, you have to stay home and... Donate money to these funds where... Yeah, lock yourself down. Where's the money really going to, honestly? Yeah, like, okay, donate to wildfires, donate wildfire relief. Uh, I remember in Australia there was like the wildfires and they were like the koalas were dying or whatever. But if you donate this money, where does it actually go to? Do you ever see the families come out and be like, "Oh, thank you so much for right, donating"? Yeah. Like, and usually it's like this once-off thing. It's like, "Oh, donate to wildfire relief," and then you never hear about it again. Yeah. Like, when's the last time you heard about save the rainforests or mm-hmm. a whatever trendy thing that all the white girls were posting <laughs> on their Instagram stories to bring awareness to something like? You hear about it this one time, it spreads everywhere, everyone's talking about it, and then you never hear about it again. And then it's on to the next thing, like, oh, save whatever, and then save the rainforest, and save the tigers, and... So I don't know where that money's going. I'm assuming it's probably going to something like the United Nations, mm-hmm. because, you know, so they can talk about the solution, but not actually do anything. Right, or create another problem. <laughs> but it's like the Black Lives Matter, a lot of the um, funds for all the Black Lives Matter donations we're going directly to the Democratic National Convention. Not going to, like, uh, black people allegedly afflicted. Or, like, or black-owned businesses or anything. It was going straight to them. And they were funding, um, like, bail bonds or the bail money for the people who were out rioting and stealing and burning stuff down. So they create all these problems and these movements and stuff just to get money from it because it's like... If you really cared, you would donate, donate like Black Lives Matter. You would donate it to black-owned businesses. Yeah, but or uh, like you're like impo- profiting off of it. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, the DNC is profiting off right. of it. Right. They're buying black votes pretty much. Right. By being like, yeah, we'll fight for black rights, but not actually do anything mm-hmm. when we get in office. So if you trace the money back to any of these things, I'm sure you're going to find something that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm especially since they disappear right after. It's like a pyramid scheme, kind of. It's like you get scammed into paying into right. this, and then they just disappear. <laughs> like, what is up with that? No one ever thinks twice about it. They, they're just like, let me post this so everyone will donate. If you want to do something that actually matters and helps and donate to something, fund things like Gab.com, which is like uh, 100% user-funded, um, Infowars, just these organizations that are fighting back against this Agenda 2030 global takeover, mm-hmm. fascism. Definitely support local businesses because that's a major, um, like I said earlier, like a smack in the face to the global corporate control. Just really stand up for what you believe in. Like if you want to go to a rally or a protest, don't let them make you feel like you shouldn't go to that or like you shouldn't have your own voice because at the end of the day, we're the only ones that are going to save humanity. Like, Yeah, this is it right here. Like, This is the big one. This is There's not really any going back from this mm-hmm. if you don't stand up. Like After 9-11, which is a major step in uh, the global takeover, like they imposed more restrictions on the people under the pretext of fighting terrorism. But COVID is like, this affected the entire world. Right. Like, this is their worldwide grab for power. So don't be afraid to tell people what you think. Don't be a jerk about it. Just be like conversational, you know, 
tell people like, oh yeah, you know, this is kind of getting kind of suspicious of this. You kind of have to say it conversationally. Try not to come across as some crazy guy. Like you kind of got to ease people into this because if you just red pill people, they're going to be like, oh, you're just crazy. But I mean, this is it. Post on social media, get active in your communities, going to protests or organizing protests or just know that all of this isn't just accidental. So FDR, there's a quote by him. It says, in politics, nothing happens by accident. If it happens, you can bet it was planned that way. So it's like all this isn't just accidental. Like, just It's not just happenstance that every country in the world had the same response to COVID. And now every European country, after Great Britain is ending the restrictions, now everyone else is just like, oh, we're ending our restrictions too. Right. No, it's like it's a plan. Don't rely on the government. Don't think that they're your friend. Just know that you can't like you can't trust them. Like you can't trust anything that they say, anything in anything in mainstream media. Just don't trust it and just know that you have to save yourself. Pretty much whatever they say on mainstream news, just do the opposite. And you should be right. Like, That's what David Icke is like always saying. He's like, if you just take whatever they're telling you and do the opposite, you're good. Right. Like we already said, you know, stop donating donating money to all these huge big corporations, basically. Well, especially if you don't know where the money's right, going. Like, right. Trace the money back. Right. If you know where you it's going it. straight to like a, a relief fund or, you know, just something that's actually beneficial and actually going right to the, the source, then obviously donate. But like if you don't know and you're just like, oh, yeah, save the tigers. Let me donate. Like that's suspicious. So just be careful. Don't stop donating money. Don't listen to me. Don't stop donating money, but really just be careful of where you're donating money to. And don't donate to organizations that hate you, like the United Nations. Right. They want to <laughs> enslave you, okay? So don't donate anything to the, the United Nations. Donate to these local or these um different organizations that are actually fighting back against this. Right. So support local, not corporate. Stand up, you know, for what you believe in go to protests, attend rallies, but also learn basic survival skills now. So when things potentially, right, I don't want to say that it's going to happen, but just in case it does learn stuff now, come up with a plan now, stock up now before shit hits the fan. Before you have to go to the grocery store with a gun and fight somebody for a can (laughs) of fucking beans. So just... Be cautious now and just open your eyes now to, you know, what's really happening. Proper preparedness prevents poor performance. Right. So if you get prepared now, you're not going to be kicking yourself mm-hmm. later that you didn't do. Right. You already see at the grocery stores, the shelves are bare. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen from here, but definitely stock up. Be just aware. Be prepared. Learn just prepare self-sufficiency. Now. Come up with a plan. Just talk to your family. If things go south cell phone towers go down what you guys are going to do where you're going to meet up how you're gonna you know go forward from there how you're gonna proceed um really just know where you're gonna meet up that's like number one you know so in case cell phone towers do go down or something it's like then you have a definitely have a plan right in case you know things go south yeah (laughs) but um yeah that's basically it for this episode um learn basic survival skills learn self-sufficiency stock up uh don't trust the government (laughs) don't trust the government don't buy into their agenda 2030 ploy where they're selling you love but it's actually hate Mm -hmm. just 
really look into it. Just don't be sold on. You can look this stuff up for yourself. It's out, The information is out there, like we always say. You can look it up, DuckDuckGo. I mean, you can verify. If you have anything else to add that we missed, let us know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Do your own research. And that's it. Bye, guys. Peace out. <laughs>